We all do things our own way, and since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number smart beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed plus special financing for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. See store for details. From CNN, I'm Fez Jamil with the five things you need to know for Monday, November 13th. All essential units have collapsed. That's what the director of the Al-Shifa hospital in Gaza tells CNN, saying around 7,000 people are currently sheltering there, along with 1,500 patients and medical staff. He says premature babies at the hospital are being wrapped in foil to keep them alive after oxygen supplies ran out. Israel's prime minister told CNN that people should leave the hospital to avoid being caught in the bombardment, as he says the area below is being used as a command center by Hamas. CNN is unable to verify this claim. CNN's Nada Bashir is in Jerusalem with more. As you mentioned, we heard from the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday saying there is no reason for people to not be able to evacuate. They have established an evacuation on the eastern side of the hospital. But doctors on the ground have been telling us, including doctors from Doctors Without Borders, that it is near impossible for patients, for staff, for civilians to evacuate this hospital safely because of the near constant bombardment they have described. On Sunday, the Israeli military said it put 300 liters of fuel at the entrance to the hospital complex but claimed that Hamas blocked the hospital from getting it. However, the hospital's director told Al-Arbi-TV that staff had been too scared to go out and get it. Drivers in Southern California could have some travel headaches this week after a huge fire shut down parts of Interstate 10. It's one of the major routes to downtown LA, and it was damaged after storage yards with pallets, trailers, and vehicles caught fire over the weekend. The LA fire chief says wind pushed the heat and the flames from one yard under the freeway and across the road, where it started a fire at the second yard. Officials say several vehicles were also destroyed in the blaze, but there were no reported injuries. LA Mayor Karen Bass says they can't give an estimate on when the freeway will be back up and running. Unfortunately, there's no reason to think that this is going to be over in a couple of days. In a dramatic reshuffle, a former British prime minister is coming back to serve as the country's foreign minister. CNN's CeCe Armstrong has more. That's right, Fez. So David Cameron was in number 10 from 2010 to 2016, when he resigned after Britain voted to leave the European Union in a referendum that he called. Cameron takes his new job from James Cleverley, who himself is taking the position of Home Secretary after Suella Braverman, a divisive figure who held that position until this morning, was fired. The reshuffle is a gamble from Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, hoping that bringing Cameron back into the fold will project stability. But it's a little more complicated than Cameron just walking back into Westminster, as he had resigned as an MP shortly after standing down as Prime Minister, meaning King Charles had to quickly approve his rise to the House of Lords in order to become a minister again. A lawyer for New York City Mayor Eric Adams tells CNN he's cooperating with authorities as new details come out about an investigation into his campaign's fundraising. The New York Times reports that federal investigators are looking into whether Adams, when he was borough president of Brooklyn, pressured New York fire department officials to sign off on the Turkish government's new consulate despite safety concerns with the building. 
The paper cites three people with knowledge of the matter. In a statement to CNN, Adams said, quote, As a borough president, part of my routine role was to notify government agencies of issues on behalf of my constituents and constituencies. I have not been accused of wrongdoing, and I will continue to cooperate with investigators. Dozens of workers are stuck in a collapsed tunnel in northern India. We'll tell you more next. Rescuers in northern India are frantically trying to reach as many as 40 workers who are trapped after a Himalayan tunnel collapsed. The workers are currently stuck behind a pile of rubble with little food or oxygen. Authorities say they're in touch with the men, all of whom they say are alright, and that it might take another day to clear up the rubble. State and national disaster officials are also on the scene to help with the operation. That's all for now. Our next episode drops at noon Eastern. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.